Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking our weekend review on WAYOLP freaking Rochester, also Apple freaking podcast, freaking Spotify, and freaking SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, my name is Taylor the freaking Moss Man Lofton, and with me as always to my freaking left is Sandy the Sandman Frogus, and then bringing up the rear, we have Doug the freaking Slug Jordan, Slug Jordan himself. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, and the freaking panel start your freaking engines this is our week in freaking review weakers tweakers thrill freaking seekers it has been one week since we last spoke and i find myself at a great gathering a great party for many high-profile guests. And I myself feel greatly esteemed in my long coat tail tuxedo. A great penguin I look as I gallivant upon this great gathering of people. Music swirls in the background. A canstinetta or a perhaps... Jeez Louisa, some sort of waltz I do not know. Well, I am thoroughly enjoying myself. And through the pockets of my trousers, I am fiddling down below, making most of this great party. And as I fiddle and gallivant through the crowd, I find myself engaging in thoughtful retrospective conversation. And yet, I am at a loss because Uyghurs and Tweakers know I am one for honesty, integrity, and truth. And this party does not necessarily find itself conducive to those three strings. And when I decide to open my mouth, spilling forth the great shrimp served at this freaking beautiful, lavish party, I find that in an effort to speak forth, my great foot ends up in my mouth, a gaffe I have made. And as I try to hide my shame as I am choking on both shrimp and foot I decide to hide this great gaffe I have made and make it look as though I have intended to swallow my own foot and do so I must starting with the heel up through the front of the foot the leg all the way down to the great dangly Johnson The other leg finds it very difficult to slip through my mouth. I am disappearing as I speak. Soon enough, I am very much like Marilyn Manson. Ribs removed, dangly Johnson in my mouth, legs in my mouth, torso in my mouth, and now I am swallowing myself whole. Orobos, the snake that eats itself. And when I am gone, no one notices. 
and then I wake up. Thought I'd get that off my chest, top of the hour. Um, I didn't, I did, I mean, was that it? I didn't realize that that was a, did you say that that was a freaking dream at the beginning? I'd... Well, it was a dreamscape. It was a dream that I may have had. It might have actually happened at one point. It's difficult to tell the difference at this point in my life. Hmm. All I do know is that last week we spoke about some things that were very important in terms of fundraising. Now that the fundraising is over, and God bless it, is the, we made our great goal of 15 large and can continue on for another year. Although, unfortunately, I happened to mention something that I was asked not to mention in the past, something about a great overlord, a great umbrella company that finds itself seated atop Wayo. Wayo in the shadows, a shadow company. And I'm doing it again. I swear to God, I shouldn't have been. I was told not to mention muck. I had my winky wanked and I had my dinky danked and I should not say another word about WMU. I, I, they could have chosen a simpler name. M-U-C-C-C. You're still doing it, though. That's what's, that's what's so freaking fascinating about this, is that um, still freaking doing it. You're still freaking, you're still freaking yapping, yapping away over here. Yeah. Well, sticking your freaking, sticking your freaking foot uh, where it doesn't freaking belong. Honestly, it should be freaking stuff right in your freaking mouth. Keep your freaking, keep your freaking uh, lips from freaking uh, blabbering. Well, the point is, if I do accidentally end up with my foot in my mouth i will naturally try to hide that it was a mistake act like as though i was eating my foot i'll end up swallowing my whole self disappear into nothing and then where are we some people would be very happy with that result weakers and tweakers i do want to make mention but geez louise sandy the sandman farkas doug the freaking slug jordan i love you both thank you for being here doug jordan it has been nearly Two week, three week, I cannot remember. But geez, Louise, down to my knees, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how is your week? Yeah, it has been a while. Um, thank you for the blessing. Glad, glad to be back. Uh, I'm, you know, I was out. I had COVID, and then you know, I had that lingering cough thing going on. So went back to work and for weakers and tweakers Doug Jordan is speaking about what doctors have now diagnosed him with as COVID lung a great illness and I don't want to interrupt Doug Jordan your great spiel on your life and the terrible things that have happened to you since we last spoke but I do want to remind weakers and tweakers that last we spoke I made mention of Doug Jordan sneaking away for a coughing spell and when he returned, I noticed a great spotting of blood in a handkerchief he was covering his mouth with. And though we have not addressed it in person, I think now is an appropriate time to say, I understand that the illness may be terminal and am proud to have you here spending your last moments with Weakers, Tweakers, Sandy's the same man, Vargas, God bless him and myself. Thank you for the freaking blessing. Yeah, thank you for the blessing. 
And thanks for having me for my last few moments. I really appreciate it. This is the only the only thing I want to do to spend my last few minutes here was with you guys. Yeah. And I'm not terminally ill. I'm, I just was sick. What do you mean? I just I, it was I was really sick. And what was the spotting? I might have noticed it did. Ketchup. Uh, I had a bloody nose. And ketchup. So wait, wait a minute. Which one was it? Freaking ketchup or a freaking bloody nose? Well, I mean, there was. I used one rag to wipe up some ketchup, and I used the same one when I had a bloody nose. So. And you, you just stuff that freaking hanky right back in your trousers? Well, yeah, you know, it was just ketchup. Let me ask you a question. Disgusting. Did you dip your fry in your bloody nose accidentally, assuming that it was ketchup? No, that didn't happen. I had to think about that for a second, but yeah, no, that didn't happen. Then how was your week? The week was fine. You know, I was back at work. Uh, working with the lingering cough. Eventually that went away and uh, just found out that Larry Brown's mother, Candace, is now ill. Um, even though I was not symptomatic. I mean, I was symptomatic, but I wasn't testing positive anymore. So I'm not really sure how, if those are correlated or if she just got it from somebody else. And this Candace, I have met her on a few occasions. Uh, a very Sandy, how would you describe this woman? Well, she's a freaking rotten old bag. Uh geez Louise, uh freaking crotchety, um withery, um, wrinkly, um just a wretched just a wretched freaking vile beast. Um um and I've had I've had the freaking displeasure of freaking um uh, drinking with her one freaking night. Um and let me tell you this freaking bag of bones can really freaking put him down. Yeah. Uh she was freaking suckling please don't freaking interrupt me. She was suckling upon the freaking brown bottle, um like like it like it were like it were the freaking uh, the the udder of a freaking cow. Um and 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 she is quite freaking cowish as well. Um uh she is she is um she is on freaking pleasant, and um, and let's freaking hope that this freaking disease that you've freaking given her, freaking Doug, finally puts her freaking six feet under the freaking ground, freaking ground, because um, the freaking the world really doesn't need freaking more people uh, like that uh, taking up freaking space. And I couldn't have put it better myself, Sandy. This is Sandman Farkas so eloquently put right there a homage to the great Candace, Larry Brown's freaking mother, Doug Jordan, in this great wake of discovery you are left feeling overwhelming emotions of guilt well i mean like i said i don't think that i was the one that really passed it on to her but you know it's terrible when an older person uh, falls ill and you know i hope they i hope uh, she gets better soon what you are failing to make mention of is larry brown is greatly blaming you for this illness and i do not know if he is correlating it to some sort of sexual experience he is assuming you have had with his mother but as a partial owner of the business however small that parcel may be with larry brown this is a sticky situation and navigating maneuvering through this situation must be quite difficult for you, especially dealing with the ongoing illness, the long COVID, the COVID lung, and the spotting of blood that is coming out of both your nose, mouth, and ketchup. 
I do not know how. I just want to know how you're kind of fending all of these terrible things off at once. Well, I, I think I'm pretty much over the cold, the the long. Uh, I'm pretty much over the long COVID at this point. But um, yeah, I don't. I didn't have sex with uh, Larry Brown's mother, so. And I can't freaking imagine um, sex with freaking Larry Brown's mother being particularly freaking sticky. Um, she seems like she's freaking dry as a freaking bone. Um, I don't know if that's how that works. And also, just you know, to clarify, well, I did not have uh, sex with Larry Brown's mother. So. Well, just just try and try and freaking harken back for a moment um, to freaking uh, sex with your freaking wife before she was taking those freaking moistening pills. Um, when she was freaking, when she would become freaking dry just at the freaking sight of you. Uh, it's if 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 that can happen to a freaking um, a woman of her freaking age. Imagine what freaking happens to a woman of freaking Larry Brown's freaking mother, Candace's freaking age. I believe she must be freaking pushing freaking 90, 90 or freaking hundred years of age at this point. When all the freaking juices and fluids, um, when you become freaking older, they freaking rise to the freaking top, just as freaking, uh, just yeah. as freaking piping hot cream would freaking uh, uh, rise to the freaking surface. Um, it, it, the freaking fluids uh, rise up because they need to freaking keep the freaking brain freaking moistened because it's the only thing keeping the freaking operation um, um, business is freaking usable. So things, the first thing to freaking dry up is their, uh, well, freaking the old, the old freaking bags, the old freaking wrinkly bag. If I'm being freaking honest with you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But I and I am surprised to hear that she was freaking spotting as well because that should I feel like that should no longer be the case. But Doug, if you didn't freaking I mean I hope you freaking if you freaking did what you what we freaking think you did I hope you freaking wore a freaking I hope you freaking wore a freaking protection. No, I did not. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do anything with. I know with you have freaking Mrs. herpes, Brown. but who knows what who knows what the hell she freaking has? Well, I don't have herpes. Fungal infection, freaking fungus, uh, some sort of freaking fungus, a discharge, uh, freaking discharge, uh, freaking fungus. I mean, I'm pretty sure I flicked behind her ears one time when dropping off her fish fry, and I saw she had mushrooms growing back there. Doug Jordan, I hate to imagine what's going on everywhere else in the places you don't see, the places yeah. that don't even see light. Well, geez, Louise, God bless you for being here, and we love you. And I know that you would never express to anyone if you ever needed help, but for God's sakes, if you do, please reach out to one of us. And though neither of us, Sandy, myself, don't have a gassed up truck to offer, we can man the wheel, the two of us, with you in the bed and get you somewhere safe where they can take care of you. And God bless you. What what exactly do I need help with? But just try to keep it off the freaking radio because it's sort of personal and we don't. I don't. This isn't really. This isn't really the. Yeah, I'm just worried about you. We should be discussing this. I don't want you to just just be sitting there one day and just rip open your shirt like in freaking Philadelphia, have a freaking chest full of lesions, and I never even freaking mentioned anything to begin with. I want to get it at the root of the cause. Okay. I love you, Doug Jordan. And I love Doug Jr. And your busty, blonde, beautiful wife. God bless you all. And this will take a toll on me if my vision comes true. Sandy the Sandman Farkas, I love you so much. God bless you for being here. How was your week? How you doing? How horny are you? And God bless you. How was your week? Um, geez, Louise. Um, quite a freaking... 
quite a freaking slew of uh, things that you just freaking said. Um, first of all, freaking thank you for the freaking blessing and a uh, freaking blessing unto you and a freaking blessing unto freaking Doug Jordan. Um, may his freaking illness, uh, may he freaking not succumb to these freaking illnesses or the freaking fungus that freaking spreads um, from his freaking loins to his freaking brain as we freaking speak. Um, and and once that has freaking uh, run its freaking course and freaking caused his freaking uh, expiration, um, um, bless his freaking family and I will be there to freaking uh, to freaking steward that freaking ship and to k- take care of them for the rest of my freaking days. Yeah, and God bless you. Well, thank you for the freaking loving. You don't need to do that. I'm not going anywhere, so... But thanks for putting that out there. Thank God bless Absolutely. you. It would be my absolute freaking pleasure, and uh, it would be my absolute freaking pleasure, and I would freaking love your freaking son uh, as if he was my freaking own, as I already freaking do, and I would freaking love your wife um, with a freaking passion of a thousand freaking um, with, a, with a thousand with a with a freaking passion of a thousand freaking tribesmen. Yeah. And how was your week? Um, uh, yeah, well, um, first of all, I'm freaking is a freaking Dickens. Been freaking all freaking week. Um, I think that my freaking freaking long COVID is about to about freaking wearing off. Um, uh, because I have because the freaking blood has been freaking rushing to places that hasn't it hasn't been freaking rushing uh, as of freaking late. Um, I was able to freaking get out there and uh, freaking DJ uh, the freaking whale freaking congratulatory freaking. Uh, fundraiser freaking party. Um, that was a freaking blast. Um, uh, Taylor um, was there freaking briefly. Um, I, I don't know where you freaking ran off to, but we were able to uh, exchange freaking pleasantries, um, which was which was which was great. It was great to freaking see out there. Um, I was freaking 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 brown. Uh, quite a bit of freaking brown. Uh, I might freaking add. And um, well, geez, we've made a bit of a freaking made a bit of a freaking mistake. For Weakers and Tweakers, this event found me locked in a cellar. And one of those cellars with the egress on the outside, they said, go get more soda and, and chips. I went down for the sodas and chips. I went to get out of the egress, found myself locked in a cellar. So I am unclear of what Sandy is making mention of here. Um. Well, I... Jesus, um, I, I, I guess I did. I did something that was um, freaking frowned upon. Uh, there was a freaking, uh, there was a freaking DJ um, back in the day um, who who used to um, who used to freaking have some airtime over freaking W A Y O L G B G freaking freaking Rogers or um, who was freaking exiled, freaking excommunicado. Uh, he was freaking uh, persona, freaking non freaking grado. Uh, he was a freaking, um, he was a freaking, he was a, he was freaking, he was freaking canceled. Let's freaking put it that way. Um, geez Louise, before the freaking event, I was freaking, I was freaking drunk. I was at the freaking local grocer. I was freaking picking up freaking uh, bottles of freaking brown, freaking, and freaking, uh, freaking right claws because I thought freaking Doug Jordan might be able to freaking make an appearance. Wouldn't, you know, freaking bumped into the freaking guy. And I said, Oh, I said, geez Louise, how the heck are you? And he said, well, I've freaking been better. Um, things have been, things have been pretty freaking rough, uh, as of lately. And I said, Oh, holy shit. Well, I'm going to a freaking party. You should freaking come along. And he said, oh, my goodness, that'd be freaking great. Um, and yeah, he sort of stuck by my side the entire time at the freaking party. And um, and I guess it caused quite a bit of a freaking stir, and it got quite a few people very freaking unhappy with me. For Weakers and Tweakers that might not know who Sandy the Sandman Farkas is talking about, the guy's name is Woody Batagia. Woody Batagia. I don't know the guy's name. 
His, his, well, his name is freaking Woody Bajaglio. Uh, I believe his name is freaking Woody Bajaglio. Uh, uh, his name is Woody Bajaglio. And um, I was trying not to say his freaking name on freaking purpose um, because around freaking way of freaking studios, he is known as freaking he who shall not be freaking named. Um, but his name is freaking Woody Bajaglio. And uh, yeah, and basically everybody freaking hates him and I wasn't supposed to freaking bring him and I freaking forgot. Um, I freaking forgot what all the freaking fuss was about. And uh, anyway, he got, he got freaking drinking when he was at the freaking party. Um, and I guess he was up to some of his old freaking tricks. And eventually somebody said, who brought freaking Woody Pachaglio? And I said, and it came freaking flooding back to me. And I freaking froze. And I accidentally freaking hit pause on the freaking music. So the freaking music stopped and everybody looked over at me and I was freaking standing there. And wouldn't you know it, I freaking pissed my freaking pants. Um... It was a freaking humiliating freaking moment, and I said, I guess what I'm going to do right now is try and freaking own up to this, and I grabbed all my stuff, and I freaking ran out of there. Um, and I freaking, and, and having freaking, I uh, got a couple of freaking emails, and I had, I decided not to freaking respond, because I didn't know freaking how, and, um, yeah, and I'm, and, um, I'm very excited to see, um, whatever happens next i too am interested in knowing where this is going i for weakers and tweakers the great allegations made against and it the truth of the matter is this man that sandy befriended well it girl. was in a moment of and has been in a prolonged moment of the great distress. Excommunicated he was. Now, it's difficult to understand what that feels like. At the same time, it's difficult to understand what it feels like to be on the receiving end of his great, terrible crimes against humanity. Now, I feel like more than anything, it is this air of self-righteousness this air of protector that this man, a Woody Bajaglia, I don't know how to say his name. It doesn't matter. Bajaglia did a show on Wayo for a while, and they've told us specifically never make mention of this man. But a great shame he brought to this radio station, the worst radio station in the history of W-A-Y-O LGBTQ Rochester, also the worst station in the history of Rochester, New York. Now, his issues stemmed from this sense of purpose in terms of being someone who called out the great injustices in the world, and yet we discovered allegedly, allegedly that he was a terrible perpetrator of those injustices was doing the things that he so quickly called to same. And now Sandy, the Sandman Fargus has found himself aligned, but also maligned with this terrible man. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really freaking quite unfortunate. Um, and, uh, and, and what I, um, me extending, uh, an invitation to this freaking event can be seen as, uh, as, as taking a freaking position or a freaking stance. And geez, Louise, 
I just freaking forgot. And um, and I and uh, I probably should have freaking addressed that in the freaking moment and probably responded to some of those freaking emails that I freaking ignored. But um, Jesus, we didn't know what to freaking do. Um, so uh, to all those people that were at the freaking whale freaking event, uh, my freaking deepest freaking condolences and freaking apologies. And um, we potentially, I really should protect you. Um, um, you know, freaking shame on you, I guess. Um, shit, I wish I didn't freaking invite you. My freaking mistake. At the same time, we'd love to have you on the show, kind of put you on blast, but also let the, let you hear your side of the story. So if you do want to do interested in that, 513-914-6201, that's the freaking R Week hotline. Call in. You can get a hold of myself. I will invite you on the show, and we'll put you on blast for probably a full hour. But then maybe in the aftermath of that, some sort of maybe extra special footage we can release solely on freaking iTunes. You can kind of do a little bit of explanation. So, geez, Louise, down to my knees. Now, Weakers, Tweakers, we have a great show for you. But before we move on to that, I do want to make mention a little bit about my week. Now, last we spoke, Doug Jordan, of course, had gotten into some hot water down on our karaoke weekend. In the Finger Lakes, Canadajua, Canadajua, I don't know how to say it. He was down there, he was hanging out at Thurgood's, he threw a drink, allegedly threw a drink in the face of freaking, a young man named a freaking Wiley. Turns out that's the owner's son, George Thurgood's son, George Thurgood's the owner, I called the owner, tried to offer an olive branch, he threatened to sue, Doug Jordan Got mad at me for freaking reaching out, even though I was only making amends. Next thing we know, we let one week go by. Everything's quiet and calm. I think, well, nip it in the butt while it's nice and quiet. I freaking call Marva Givens and geez Louise down on my knees. Ask him to freaking silence the freaking Thurgoods, both freaking Wiley and George. Now, since that time, I have not heard the hide nor hair from Wiley nor George. So, missing accomplished, silenced. Sandy the Sandman Vargas did make mention that they had been silent prior to that and may have decided on their own that this situation was not worthy of a great litigation. And yet, I felt in their weakest moment, that is the time to strike. Now, we spoke about this last week, and Marvel Givens for Uyghurs and Tweakers, who may not remember or do not know, he is a great snoop, private eye, a bounty hunter, a murderer, and he has done some horrible, terrible things that he has admitted to me in person. He has also done some terrible, horrible things that we have witnessed that he will never admit to, though we witness them. He tore a man's eyeball out and made a comment I shall not repeat, though if you are interested, please go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and listen to last week's episode where Sandy the Sandman Farkas so eloquently recapped. Well, geez Louise, down on my knees, he was the right man for the job. I called him, and I thought all was well and good. This week, of course, Marvel Given shows up at my doorstep. Now, I live in a boarding home. A few of the rooms in this building share the same toilet. He shows up 
covered in what I can only is skewm is blood and excrement and asked me to use a shower with no explanation. And of course I say, Marvel Givens, please come in. He enters into my unit, disrobes in front of me, still dripping wet with this terrible fluid, grabs my only towel, wraps it around his waist. And this is a man, this is a, he is a 400 pound, very voluptuous man. And his great voluptuum is surrounding my only towel. And as he's walking, his great buttocks are gyrating. And I can see that the towel is moving in between those muscular buttocks. 400 pounds as he is. He is nimble. He is swift. And spottings of brown and red are mixing in that great white towel, that my only towel. Now, I don't know what to make of all this. He ended up staying the night. I slept in a corner on the floor, him in my bed. I would wonder if anyone has heard hide nor hair Doug Jordan, perhaps, from the great George and Wiley Thorogood, and, and perhaps been able to confirm that their well-being is in the state it was prior to the phone call I had made to Mr. Givens. I, I haven't heard anything from either of them. But I can get you another towel if you need another towel. I do need another towel. Okay, I'll get you a towel. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. We got a great freaking episode of freaking our week in review full of freaking our week's news and discussions. But before we get to that, we have one quick segment to get to you now. Taylor's Thought Desk. Whether the latest film release is an action adventure, a sci-fi thriller, or a hilarious freaking comedy, I always look to the cast before deciding to settle down with a bucket of popcorn and a cup of mayo to dip. And although a hot stud movie star or a busty starlet often draws the biggest crowds, I find that a good co-star does much more to propel the film into enjoyable territory. Some co-stars take big chances with over-the-top characters, while others prefer the more natural, subtle approach to acting. But in the great spectrum of character embodiment, no co-star does it better and more consistently than Kevin Co-Star. And though he'll never get an Oscar for his sideline roles in Footloose, Tremors, or Diner, Kevin Co-Star's Mark made on modern cinema cinema will last long after stars like Benjamin Cumberbutch has come and gone. <clears throat> um, that was, that's, that was maybe the, that's the most enjoyable freaking thought desk yet. Yeah, thank you. I, thought about kind of honing it a bit sharpening it into a malleable tool and I agree that freaking the, the world will soon forget about freaking Benjamin Cumberbatch um, although I think that you're talking about freaking Kevin Bacon what do you mean? Footloose, Tremors Kevin Co-Star 
diner. No, I, um, I think, I think you mixed up Kevin Costner with Kevin Costar, and what you're actually talking about is Kevin Bacon. Even though you mentioned his sideline roles in Footloose, Tremors, or Diner, even though he's definitely the freaking lead in freaking Footloose character. and Tremors. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was he's thinking a, that he's a co-star because his name is co-star Kevin co-star. Yeah, nobody's freaking name is Kevin co-star. What? Nobody's nobody freaking. There is no freaking actor named freaking Kevin Costar. There is Kevin freaking Costner, who isn't in any of those freaking movies. Who is also the freaking leading man in quite a freaking number of freaking films. It's interesting that you thought there was a freaking guy who often co-stars in freaking films whose name happened to be freaking Costar. And a great co-star he was, and still is. And no, he isn't because it isn't a freaking. It's not a freaking person. It isn't. There is no. There is no freaking Kevin Costar. Yeah, well, I remember seeing him last in a great Clint Eastwood-directed movie called A Mystic River, and... Yep, that is freaking Kevin freaking Bacon. Um, I have freaking seen Mystic River, and that is freaking Kevin Bacon who, who acts who acts in that freaking film. He's also one of the freaking three freaking protagonists. Um, I wouldn't quite call him a freaking co-star in that one either. I wouldn't freaking call him Kevin Costar ever because his name is freaking Kevin Bacon. I, Doug Jordan. Yeah, I couldn't honestly wrap my head around how you would have mixed up Kevin Bacon and Kevin Costar. I'm just not seeing the correlation between the two. I mean, at first I thought, okay, Kevin Costner, and then he started to name films like Footloose, you know, and then I was like, okay, so so he means Kevin Bacon, but I don't, I don't know where the Costar where. You know, even I guess because he co-stars in the films, but Sandy, uh, you know, put it pretty bluntly when he said, "No, he was the the leading role in most of the films well, he, then, he named." So what you're saying is, I meant Kevin Costner, who's a great co-star. Well, Kevin Costner isn't in any of the freaking films you listed, nor is he uh, often a freaking co-star. He's mostly a freaking star of the freaking film season, freaking Waterworld being the obvious one, um, Field of Dreams. Field of freaking dreams. Tremors too. No, Kevin Bacon's not even freaking in Tremors too. Neither of these freaking guys are in freaking Tremors too, and there is no one named freaking Kevin freaking Ghostar. Well, geez, Louise, down to my knees. We got to keep working on these thought desks and try to get the kinks rolled on out like a. It was still a freaking good thought. Doesn't make any freaking sense, but and and a lot of the information is freaking incorrect, but um. Better than I like, yeah. The freaking necrophilia one you did a couple of weeks ago, yeah. Well, better than that. I also like the the Bene- Benedict Cumberbatch because yeah. I couldn't even name a, a better. And the last movie Benedict Cumberbatch was freaking in. Yeah, he is a falling star. That's for sure. The harder they come, Doug Jordan. The worse it hurts when they do so. Weegers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. We've got a great freaking show for you full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to call in, join the conversation. Call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, comedian Gallagher, famously known for smashing watermelons, died at age 76, according to NBC News. Leo Gallagher, who performed under the 
stage name Gallagher was an American comedian famous for the quote sledge-o-matic signature sketch where he smashed a variety of foods and ended up thrusting his hammer into a watermelon. Gallagher died from organ failure while in hospice care in Palm Springs, California, home according to his son. He had been unwell after multiple heart attacks and now is dead. So, geez louise down on my knees. The great Gallagher, the great watermelon smashing, perturbed Gallagher. And Sandy the Sandman Vargas, Doug Jordan. Actually, I should ask Doug Jordan. Doug Jordan, a few words on Gallagher. Well, he was kind of the first of his kind. You know, I don't know. You, you name Gallagher, you don't know any other. You name, you know, smashing watermelons with the sledgehammer, you, you go to Gallagher. You know, nobody else did that. Uh, so he was pretty good at he was pretty good at that. Uh, sad he died. Wow, that was freaking beautiful. Um, yeah, I couldn't have freaking said it any better than my freaking self. Um, Thank you. Yeah, in a lot of ways, when you think about a comedian who freaking takes a giant freaking sledgehammer and smashes a freaking watermelon to freaking bits, there really is only one name that freaking comes to mind, and that name now belongs to a freaking dead man, yeah. freaking Gallagher. Now, for Weekers and Tweakers, other comedians of his ilk. Carrot Top. Carrot Top. I would even put Steve Harvey in there, just because... Though he didn't smash anything, he could have between those great teeth of his. Or even a Jeff of Foxworthy, who smashed to bits the audience with his hilarious comic timing. The audience was his watermelon, and the jokes were his sledgehammer. And now that I'm thinking of it, it almost seemed like Gallagher's joke should have been his sledgehammer and the audience should have been his watermelon it kind of makes me sad <clears throat> um yeah and it, he kind of reminds me of weird Alec Jankovic and, he, and it's unfortunate he had to get kind of freaking uh, freaking racist at the end there but um Gallagher we freaking love you we freaking miss excuse me don't freaking interrupt me what did you just say did he get racist at the end? What did he do? I think he got, I think he got kind of freaking racist. Yeah, he made some racist jokes. He was really okay, scraping yeah. the bottom of the barrel trying to come up with anything after that sledgematic kind of wore off. I mean, eventually, everybody's seen someone smash a freaking watermelon, but this was the first guy to do it. Yeah. And when yeah. that's taken away from you, because everybody realizes eventually we can buy a watermelon, we can get a freaking hammer, we can smash it. It is hilarious. I'm not get taking that away from him. It's, it's the funniest thing you could ever see. It's, and it's the freaking last thing that I'd want to freaking take away from freaking Gallagher. Um, it freaking belongs to him. I, you can say all you want that he was a freaking racist, freaking cranky old freaking lunatic freaking in, uh, towards the end of his freaking life. But the man could freaking smash a freaking watermelon to freaking bits in front of a freaking audience. And, and they'd be in stitches. Yeah, and, and they would freaking scream. Yeah. Well, God bless you, Gallagher, wherever you are, probably in the cold depths of hell, hell but Jesus, yeah. Louise, down on my knees, you made some people smile with your watermelon. 
Last week, the Iranian man who inspired Tom Hanks' character in The Terminal has died, according to NBC News. Murham Karimi Nasiri died after a heart attack in the airport's Terminal 2F, according to an official with the Paris Airport Authority. Nasiri, believed to have been born in 1945, lived in the airport's Terminal 1 from 1988 until 2006, first in legal limbo because he lacked residency papers and later by choice, according to media reports. In recent weeks, Nasiri had been living in the airport again for unknown reasons. He was reportedly 77 years old at the time of his death. So... Jeez Louise, this guy dies in an airport in Paris. And Doug Jordan, why don't you go ahead and take this wherever you feel it should go, and then we'll just kind of criticize it on the back end. Well, I okay. I think that it's pretty clear from the story that there's going to be a terminal two. Uh and Tom Hanks is going to go back to the airport for unknown reasons now why would he go back to the airport I, because he built a big chunk of the airport and maybe he had to go back to the fountain and sign his name at the airport I don't know it's, you know probably you because he's freaking please don't freaking interrupt me probably because he's freaking terminal he realized he gets very freaking terminal freaking diagnoses um, from his freaking doctor and he says geez Louise I only have so long to freaking live I'm freaking terminal where did I spend the, my my most freaking beloved and freaking happiest freaking years of my freaking life? Well, my freaking goodness, terminal. I must freaking yep. return to the and I believe it'll probably be called freaking um, Tom Hanks is returned to the terminal, and um or terminal two, um terminator two um return to the terminator uh return to the terminator return what the f- am I trying to say return to the terminal? Yeah. Well, see, I was thinking it would be terminal comma two. T-O-O, because he's, he's back at the terminal, and he is also terminal as well. Maybe it should be called freaking terminal as well. I was thinking he just got a hankering for some ketchup packets and knew that he could go to that Burger King and get ketchup and freaking Tostitos or whatever he was eating it on. Saltines, I don't know. Saltines, yep. Terminal in the terminal. Well... God bless him for trying, though he died shortly thereafter. Merham Karimi Nasiri and Thom Hanks will always be bonded through this great experience of living in a terminal for a good extended period of time. And Thom Hanks, I'm sure, will represent again Mr. Nasiri. The re-terminal. Maybe that... The return. What the hell? What did you say? The return. The return. The returnal. Because he's returning to the terminal. That's a good point. I was thinking of a different word. It's kind yeah, of starts that I, way that you're I not supposed too. to say anymore about people of low intelligence. Last week, fast food giant Burger King announced the forthcoming debut of the all-new Italian BK Royal Crispy Chicken Sandwich, according to JewBoom.com. According to the publication, the Italian BK Royal Crispy Chicken Sandwich features a crispy white meat breast filet topped with marinara sauce and two slices of mozzarella cheese on a toasted potato bun. 
Fans can't expect the new Italian BK Royal Crispy Chicken to start appearing in select BK locations beginning November 14 and nationwide availability starting November 17, 2022. However, some locations could offer the new sandwich even sooner. The Italian BK Royal Crispy Chicken will be available at participating locations nationwide for a limited time only. Doug Jordan? Yeah. Take it to the sports yep. desk. Okay. Um, this is Doug Jordan coming at you live from the sports desk. Uh, the segment Excellent. that I do. Thank you. Uh, Burger King has a new chicken. Uh, the, it's called the BK Royal Crispy Chicken Sandwich. Italian. The Italian BK Royal Chicken Crispy Chicken Sandwich. Um they've done an italian sandwich before with the the long uh shaped chicken patty uh just chicken parmesan but they have the long ones that are kind of like a a hot dog if you smush it down um and they had the uh, marinara sauce and then some sort of a cheese uh, like it was cheese provolone cheese i'm assuming on top of that so they're doing it now with the with the chicken breast and not the chicken the smash down chicken patty. Spicy chicken sandwich. Sounds like Well it's Italian. What do you mean? It was an Italian chicken sandwich. It's got sauce and it's got So this is sauce. this is basically a freaking uh, chicken parmesan freaking sandwich. Yeah, exactly. But they're using freaking mozzarella. I don't know. Does it say mozzarella? Yeah, okay, mozzarella. I see there. Two yeah. slices of mozzarella cheese on a toasted potato bun. Now, and this is and not just an odd choice. They're going to be using freaking potatoes as the freaking buns for this. Um, what? Yeah. What, is, what? What is that? What? Why? What is? Where the hell did that freaking decision come from? My guess is they probably have another sandwich that uses a potato bun, and they just said, well, you know, we're not going to have two different kind of buns. We have one kind of bun. So this here. is a freaking. This is a. This is. So does that mean this is? This is a freaking. This is a white meat breast fillet top of the marinari and freaking two slices of mozzarella with and then with freaking two freaking baked potatoes on on the um, with on the top and on the freaking bottom. Well, there's no baked potato. It's just a potato bun. That's a Wendy's thing. Baked potato is a Wendy's thing. Yeah, that's yep. that's what I'm wondering. If freaking Wendy is and is Wendy uh, and its freaking freaking uh, owner freaking Dave Domas, are they going to freaking take freaking issue with this? Yeah, let it gaze then. Well, there's no baked potato. Right there, it's a freaking potato, freaking bun. A toasted potato, I assume toasted means freaking baked. Baked potato, yeah, I'm seeing right here, it says toasted potato bun. And to me, that means freaking baked potato. Those are two totally different things. And if you're going to have two baked potatoes and not offer chive and sour cream, I mean, shame on you, Dave Thomas. Well, okay, let's just, you know, on the subject, Wendy's used to have a broccoli cheddar baked potato, and they just got rid of it one day. What was the deal with that? That was my favorite potato they would have. What, no, with, freaking, what are you doing? Did it come with sour cream? No, it just had. You could ask for sour cream on the side, and put it on yourself. I don't understand why we're freaking talking about freaking Wendy's, Wendy right now. Yeah, when but, this, is, this is freaking barbecue, bark, or what is it? What are we freaking talking about? Barbecue I baked chicken. What don't is this know. Italian BK Royal crispy chicken. And he sandwich. said this is a freaking long chicken. They make freaking long. You said long chicken. This is. They use one long chicken freaking piece. A chicken uh, Well, not this one. We have they had one. They have one. It's mm-hmm. called the long chicken. The chicken. The long chicken sandwich, I think is what it's called. Chicken let's log sandwich. get back to the chicken log. Actually, let's get back to Wendy's because 
If you get the sour cream on the side, the sour cream won't be hot. And every Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Seekers, myself included, everyone knows that sour cream blooms. It gives its great plumage and its delicious fragrance taste once it is hot, toasted hot. So if you put it on cold on a baked potato, you might as well be urinating on the baked potato and smushing it into your face and trying to eat some of it. Well, if you want the sour cream hot, why don't you just put it on the potato and put it in the microwave? What? Why am I putting a mi- potato in a microwave that I bought from a restaurant? It's supposed to be well, hot. Why are, you free- why-, why are you freaking pissing on your freaking potato and freaking You just said that you were going to freaking piss onto a potato and freaking eat it. Well, I might as well if it doesn't come with hot sour cream. I mean, I always said, give me a hot cream potato. Cream on it nice and hot. Jeez Louise. Not not your freaking best freaking sports desk, Doug. Yeah, I'm sorry that this one was difficult for you as it was difficult for everyone. Weakers, tweakers, freaking seekers, this has been a great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Weekend Review. We have one quick segment to get to you before we leave you. Our week's Sandy's Seasonal Cocktail. You notice a long and unending sound that only rings out when no one is around. You notice it long and you notice it deep. It rings through your days and when you're asleep. This sound, it is dull and soon gets forgotten. It hides in the backgrounds of others you've brought in. And only once you are ready to go to sleep, Do you notice this dull sound make its nightly creep? You remember your uncle the way he would stand with a flame of a candle lit under his hand. And something about this vision makes you shift and shudder. So you take a few sorry pulls of your lonely thumbs under. And lo, it is long before the pain goes away that you curse the great spirits that keep you in play. So if you're searching for a tincture to make your mindset sail, look no further than our week's guide to Sandy's seasonal cocktail. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees, an all-new segment we're going to be doing with Sandy the Sandman Vargas. He teaches you how to make a great seasonal cocktail. This is, of course, the season of November, which is kind of cold, but also kind of not cold, and it's got brown leaves. Sandy, please. What the f*** was that freaking rhyme about? What do you what mean? The hell, what the freaking hell? What the hell was that? That uh, just a rhyme about the month of November. Oh, it sounds like a freaking rhyme about somebody's uncle sneaking into their freaking bedroom, fooling around with them. Is that dull creep, that sound of the leaves just... You sorry pulls on your lonely thumbs utter. What the what in the hell are you freaking talking about? Well, I don't know. I some What does this have to do with a freaking cocktail? Also, I wasn't freaking prepared for this. I don't know what the hell I'm supposed to freaking do. I don't Well, I figured you not much of a freaking cocktail. Please don't freaking interrupt me. This is my freaking segment after all. Um I don't I'm not I'm not much of a freaking cocktail person. Um I didn't get I didn't freaking prepare for this. I don't freaking have a cocktail in freaking mind. And this freaking rhyme is was rather freaking rather freaking disturbing. If I'm being freaking honest with you, think of the rhyme and imagine that the cocktail is the embodiment, the essence of the terrible story that is 
brewing behind this rhyme. I don't think that's a freaking good idea. I think if I were to freaking try and whip up a cocktail that embodies this freaking rhyme that you freaking wrote, um, I think it would be freaking appealing to absolutely freaking no one. Yeah. It sounds like this freaking cocktail would have freaking roofies in it. Um, that the freaking creepy freaking uncle freaking dropped in it when you weren't freaking looking. Yeah. Um, my freaking, I mean, freaking, tis the freaking season. If you freaking get some freaking eggnog and you dump a good amount of freaking brown in there, it can taste pretty freaking good. Yeah. And then you can put in the freaking micro, um, blast that thing up until it's bubbly. Um, maybe freaking, and if you do it for a really long time, you can bring it in with a spoon. What? If you put it in for a really long time, you can freaking eat it with a freaking spoon. Turns into freaking, like a cottage freaking cheese. Isn't it a little early for eggnog? Isn't isn't eggnog around you know Christmas winter time, Christmas time? Well, first of all, Doug, I didn't freaking interrupt you when you were freaking babbling about your. Yes, you absolutely log. did. Um, you absolutely interrupted me several I absolutely times. Freaking did not. I actually freaking did not freaking do that. Um, I, I I I I I I respect the freaking sanctity of your freaking sports desk, where you have where you take the time to freaking babble on and on and on, um, and I wouldn't freaking interrupt you. Um, and and I, maybe it's a little freaking yeah maybe you're freaking right maybe it's a little freaking early for your freaking eggnog. Yeah. Well, geez, Louise, down in my knees though it may apple be- cider, apple cider with some freaking brown and freaking put it in the micro get it by nice by banana. Too. That's late. what I was gonna say. Too late. It's that cider is over. And what are you talking about? And Doug Jordan, you should be one to freaking talk because at work. At the Ortega Grill, when you're cooking, I have heard freaking Paul McCartney and Wings doing freaking Christmas time or whatever that terrible song is. You have been playing it on your freaking, on your freaking, what is that thing called with the freaking Bluetooth? Yeah, the Bluetooth. Well, I didn't say it was early, too early for Wings versus. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time is the absolute freaking biggest piece of freaking dog song that's ever been freaking made by anybody it's a good song you know it's, it's probably the freaking worst freaking song yeah and we'll get to that next month weakers tweakers thrill freaking seekers we love you we want to be you we freaking on to see you this has been a great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking our week in review and we'll see you freaking next week Louise. I thought that worked quite well. What? Uh, I'm sorry. Um, I was going to um, ask about freaking Teddy Freaking Richard. Is, um, oh. Probably. Teddy Richard. Probably the is, last we're going to freaking hear of him. Correct? I mean, we all. I've, he left me just, a very uncomfortable message that said something about passing. Into the great beyond. Yeah. And his words became muffled and disintegrated into nothing. I, Sandy the Zaman Vargas, I don't know what to think. Well, he was not long for this freaking world. And I knew that the day I freaking met him. And I just, I finally hope, I hope that he's finally freaking happy down there. Yeah. Buried alive. Doug Jordan. God rest his soul.
This has been a production of Our Week Studios. W-A-Y-O-L-P Rochester.